with another episode of the Bad Touch Podcast. I'm your host, Drew, with my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are we doing tonight? What are we, uh, what are we oh, sipping on? Man, it should be water. Because <laughs> I'm hurting. I, uh, I just spent a few days in Vegas. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, uh, this beer is the only thing saving me. Um, you sound it's like just, a so you gotta like, Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> you just... I, so, look, I get it. I'm not going to condone binge drinking. I'm not going to condone drinking every day. But I'm going to tell you all, when you come off a trip or you come off a bad weekend, sipping a beer and like coming down from it as opposed to just like quitting. Just having the shakes. Just having this <laughs> is better. So, yeah, I'm kind of a broken man. Vegas hit me in and I didn't even do anything crazy. I just, uh, you know, it was a part of the time change. Partly, uh, you know, staying up late and gambling. You, you get to those tables and the waitress keeps coming around. And you're like, I don't know when I'll see you again. Like, I just saw you five minutes ago. I may not see you for another hour. So they're pumping oxygen. Another in those one. Things. <laughs> another one. And then, you know, at Seal that like they don't have clocks for a reason. So yeah. it's more money for them to make Monday it. night. And I'm like, oh, it's like 10 o'clock. I should go to bed. It was like two in the morning. Oh, jeez. Uh, I haven't been up till two o'clock in the morning on a weeknight or in God knows how long. Well, and it's, you know. Pacific versus Central Time, so I, uh, that's really four in the morning. I mean, the first night, Saturday night, I went there, and I didn't end up going to bed till 4 a.m. Vegas time. That's 6 a.m. Nashville time. And I flew, you know, at a full day of travel. So, but, uh, dude, so Vegas is a trip. Yeah, I've never uh, been. Uh, you gotta go. It's exhausting. There's, dude, it takes all kinds. Well, see, I've heard a lot of people say that you don't want to spend more than, you know, two nights in Vegas, kind of like New Orleans. And you were there for how long? Four days? Three Saturday days? night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, I was supposed to be there today. Luckily, I could fly back. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing I would want to do, like, longer than three days in Vegas, maybe. And, like, you would have to mix in a day where it's, you know, a golf day where you're not, like, staying out till 4 o'clock in the morning or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah. so you're not so, you're not drinking water because I'm looking at it right now. What, what yeah. do you got on tap right there? It's just a bush light, dude. Get off me. I don't know. I just need something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the old faithful. So I'll say this. Hey, we were there, and uh, I don't know what it's called because I'm not hip. But some like big ass EDM festival was there. EDM's not my cup of tea, so I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know, but a couple things. So man, I'll tell you, it's a lesson on confidence. Because if a few people I saw can wear like neon thongs walking through public in a casino. That's disgusting. If they can do that, man, we should be able to do anything we want. <laughs> hey, nobody was stopping you from rocking a banana hammock all the way through there. <laughs> I just, all you saw were these, and like whenever I was going to this conference in my suit, fucking like slick back hair, yeah. just look the whitest dude on the planet, right? <laughs> I'm literally going to this conference Getting on, walking to the monorail as they are like going to bed. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. And they're all fucking sunglasses, like mesh clothes, neon thongs, legit dude. And, um, just, dude, bounce into the music. Just still going? Still going. Oh, yeah. There weren't any music. Well, I'm sure they had some extracurriculars in the uh, system at the time. Yeah. If I was going to an EDM festival, which I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of 
different drugs and Molly and you know whatever you could be taken. Uh, and my guess is that probably fifty percent of the people that were at an EDM festival in Vegas were probably taking some some kind of drugs. Yeah, I I can imagine. Uh, so yeah, that was that was something. I uh, also forgot, and, and I don't know if you said you've been to Vegas, but have you ever been to a casino? Yeah, I've been to casinos. Yeah, so Philadelphia, I, Mississippi has a casino. Really? You know that? I didn't. Yeah. Damn. And one of the uh, the top public golf courses in all of the United States. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very very good. Uh, underrated, I would say. Um, good to know. Yeah, I'd say if you're going to somewhere in Mississippi, like there's all the typical suspects, like Biloxi is going to have your casino, or Tunica, that's right outside of Memphis, is going to have a casino. And I've been to all those, but Philadelphia is, is still like one of the old school, like smoke inside casino, like smoke, everybody's ripping darts and, you know, just pretty, uh, oh, pretty the, oh, dude, the ripping darts. I mean, it's 2022. Like I'm happy you can't smoke in bars. I'm happy that whatever. And I'm not going to shame anybody. You do you. I, it doesn't bother me if people smoke. It's their choice. Uh, but dude, huffing butts, like every, like Dude, nonstop. It's unbelievable. Uh, dude, it was crazy. And what I said, we can get off it, but two takeaways. Gambling-wise, because that's why I see you've ever been to casino. So, I've never hated somebody I've never met more than the blackjack dealer oh. that has like, you know, 4-2 for a total of 6. Like, that's what they're showing. And it's like, 2, 3, ace, 4, ace, 3. 21 <laughs> fucking 21 wow, surprise that and happened. I'm like you're a motherfucker and they're like I got a, I got kids at home and I'm like I don't give a shit I'm gonna fucking die like, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit about your kids yeah. I don't know your kids yeah it's just uh, so that that's I was like yeah, damn like I need to think about that for a little bit did you hit up any of the sports books while you were there uh, you, you know what no I didn't I didn't because I, I didn't have time to just like sit and watch I know I could have put a bed in or whatever but I just yeah. I didn't have time you know, and, and I think part of the allure of the sports book is like the atmosphere. It's like you place a bet on a game, like a uh, you know a hockey playoff game, then you're sitting there watching it with people that exactly. are against you or with you. Uh, so I think that's part of the allure of it. So I get not wanting to like if you didn't have the time to sit down and actually watch a game. Why would you not just place it on a mobile phone? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And 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 I, it's it's cool to go place a sports or a, a bet at a sports book. Like everyone should do it. It's kind of nerve wracking. You're like, oh, I'll take like I'll take Santa's little helper and the fucking like whatever the eighty six game like whatever. It's crazy because like I've been a, I've been gambling on sports since 2014, 2015, maybe in between fourteen and fifteen. So I mean I've been doing it for a while, but then I went to my first sports book after college and I walked up there and it was intimidating. Yeah. So like all the lines are sitting right in front of you. I'm like, I don't know what all this means. Like, can I? Can I ask this ticket lady for a parlay? You know, it's like right. all these right, questions right, right, where it's right. like on my phone whenever right. I was doing it on the internet and stuff. Like it's, you pick and choose and you mix and match and like you kind of like gradually learn it and nobody's sitting over your shoulder, you know, like staring. It's like, a, you know, the teacher walks over your shoulder when you're taking the test. You get nervous. Yeah. Like I get nervous when I walk up to the, the front desk or whatever place of bed because I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing it. Right. I'm going to say something wrong. They're going to, they're going to think I'm a loser. <laughs> yeah. That's only trumped by putting a bet at a window. and they Because they do have automated ones. But a bet at a window at a fucking horse track. Never been to a horse track. Oh, where we're going. This summer we'll go. We're going somewhere. We're going to go to Louisville. My neighbor across the street came and hung out with us last weekend. And, you know, the races were going on. What was it? 
Belmont or Preakness? The Preakness was last, Preakness was last weekend. And he was asking, you know, he's like, what do you have on the race today? And I was like, dude, I don't even know how to read those lines. Like, if I was making a horse bet, it'd be a complete shot in the dark. I know there's all these extravaganza fives and, you know, fantastic fours and whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I would, I'd be so lost. Yeah, no, it's because I, I don't care where you are, what part of the country, literally every worker at a horse track looks and sounds the same. <laughs> I believe that. They smoke a pack a day. And they're they're like, yeah, what do you like? What do you want? <laughs> like they all sound like they're from New York. I'm like, we're in like fucking Minnesota. Like what? <laughs> like how? How do you like? Come it, on, it's unbelievable. Okay, so you're one. So one. So of that was ways. that was one. That was one was that you just turn into like a when I'm losing money and it's just just a hateful just asshole. a hateful asshole. Uh, the second kind of flip side of that is uh, like playing craps, and it's a great game to play with like a bunch of people and. COVID be gone, like, I'm high-fiving and hugging people, like, we're all making money, like, if we shoot the number, we're all, like, you know, we hit the point, everyone, I'm like, ah, like, high-fiving, I'm like, get him a drink, get him a drink, Look, you know, like, half hour later, I'm like, what's your name even, I don't even know who you are, like, yeah. They're probably from every corner of, like, the United States. Oh, my like. God, every corner of the world, man, Vegas is such a trip, it's like, it's unbelievable, I'm so happy that, you know, it's it felt normal, things are back, but... Also, it wasn't even COVID. I was like, I wouldn't want half you people to like breathe on me, regardless of a pandemic. Right. You're fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> you look like somebody I don't want breathing on. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Vegas is a trip. Uh, even if even if you don't really rip it up, it's just it's a lot of walking. It's hot. It's intense. The gambling. Uh, so I'm back. I'm here. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. I know we we had to delay it. Uh, our recording one day. So if you're listening to this later. We apologize. We we're uh, we're doing our best we can to get this out for you. Uh, so did want to jump into. So right now for the people at home, we've actually got the National SC Louisville game on the screen um, as we're recording. There are 13 MLS teams playing in the round of 16 for the U.S. Open Cup. So as we go into this week, that's something to think about. Uh, you know, check which teams put out lineups. Who's going for it in this round of 16? Who's kind of holding people back? Um, so if you are making picks, I would wait till closer to well one after tonight, and you see all the lineups that were out. But then also see who's going to be rested, uh, you know, going into the weekend. So that's just something to uh, to keep your eye out for. Um, did want to do a quick recap of one of our new segments that we had last week, the Gold Challenge. Uh, I had a few people reach out to me. Um, one one guy in particular said that he was going to send me a list of some punishments or monetary whatever for the gold challenge. Uh, never received that text message. The guy, if he's listening to it, he will know exactly who he is. But, uh, he's down, <laughs> Slacking. He's down at, the, down at the beach on vacation this week, so I'll cut him a little slack. We will have a decision by next week. I know we said that last episode. Yeah. We will have a decision. Um, my goal scorer scored. Yours did not. So, Ferreira, for you, is gone. Is gone. No Can't use him. No goal. Thanks, bud. Adam Busca, my man. Thank you for coming Fuck through. He's red hot, dude. Yeah. Red hot. I mean, I don't know why you didn't. I mean, we, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I don't know why you wouldn't take him this week. Uh, tough matchup, but the dude has been a scoring machine. Yeah. I think uh, he's got like three or four in the last like three weeks. I mean, I think he scored the last three weeks in a row or something. Yeah, I think he's got eight goals now or something. Seven yeah, or eight goals. So, I mean, he's, he's tearing it up. Um, on that note, let's go ahead and get into the recap from last week. Uh, ended up going two and four, uh, but only lost 0.9 units. Um, 
we were a couple couple of tough breaks away. We had a couple overs that ended with two goals. Probably could have had three, maybe four. Uh, and then we had the Montreal team total that we I literally texted Brian because we were we weren't watching that game together. He was in Vegas, and so I texted him. I was like, "Dude, a 16 minute cash like that's that's how you want to start the week." And as I'm texting, I look up from my phone. The goal has been taken off. Team total ends up going under one and a half. Uh, so that was a brutal beat, but we did hit some plus odds plays that helped our our total unit count. Yeah, it's tough when you lose a game like that because literally. Montreal came out, scored in the first minute, scored in the 16th minute, beating the piss out of, uh, was it Salt Lake? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was yeah Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. And, uh, and then they just didn't do anything. Oh, oh. That's the sound, sound <laughs> from the heavens. Uh, then they the just sound didn't, of a long week. Yeah, that is. Dude, yeah, it's only Wednesday. They didn't do anything the rest of the game. And uh, it's that, so that's a bummer. That's unfortunate. I, you know, for me, it's I always want to get upset if we lose an over two and a half when it's a two goal game. But reality, like some of those, you're actually you are close, and yeah, you can be a little annoyed. Some of those, you're like fucking not even close, and you're oh. like lucky they got two. Like I consider the Columbus LAFC game, it was nil nil at half, and then they came out. They weren't really doing much, and all of a sudden LAFC, LAFC scored one, and then they scored, and you're like, okay. You know, we're lucky to even have two goals in that game because Columbus certainly wasn't contributing anything. Yeah, I mean, when you have a when you have an over and you're really expecting both teams to score and one team to win the game. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's like if one team scores two, it's like they kind of did what I thought. I just really thought the other team was going to get one. Right. So you know, it, that's how it, that's how it works. Um, now's a great time to mention responsible gambling. Um, you know. Make sure you're betting inside your means. Like this is just something fun to do to get you invested in some of these games. Don't put your whole bankroll on one game. Uh, you know, get a unit count. You know, a dollar value you want to have on a unit and place that. Be consistent. Uh, you know, I know sometimes you like bets other, than, you know, better than others, but remain consistent with it, and that's the best way to responsible gamble. Absolutely, because it's going to make the losses sting a little bit less if you're still within your means, and your family's going to like you a lot more. You're not gonna go down a bad road. Um, it's man, I'll tell you, and I, maybe I've mentioned this before. I I really got into sports gambling. Uh, you know, it fulfills. I think we all kind of have addictive personalities. Like it fulfills a little bit of a rush, a little serotonin boost, or whatever. Yeah. But um, and it really was because I just wanted something to do during the week, like after work. It's like you go to work, go to the gym, come home, make dinner, and then fucking I don't really read. I should, I don't really, it's hard for me to focus and concentrate on that. So I was like, okay, it was, I almost remember, man, it was, I think it was like the LA Kings and San Jose Sharks and NHL. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fire up this app, put 20 bucks on the game. Now I watch it. I'm a little excited and it's a fucking Tuesday night. Like it's chill. Should. Like it's, it's not, look, clearly we're not doing this to make money because we're not fucking making any money, <laughs> no. but it's fun. And like it, it also, uh, kind of leads to, you know, us shooting the shit in the, this podcast and talking with our buddies about this stuff. And it's just another, you kind of add another bullet to the gun, so to speak, of conversation starters and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of those things, like you were saying, where, you know, you get home at the end of the day, you throw on a game, you got a couple dollars on the game. It's just something to kind of break up the, the typical routine. I, you know, it's like, okay, this is a new game, it's a new day to to win some money, when really this is not like, 
this is not how we're going to make our money, our livelihood. Uh, you know, it's just something to to have on the television to kind of break up the day a little bit. Um, but on that note, let's get into a little power rankings pretty quick. Um, a little shake up in the top five, but we'll just run through them pretty fast. If you want to see them, uh, check out our Twitter at GamblingMLS. Um, we will have those out. So at number five, we've got the New York Red Bulls. Four, we've got Seattle Sounders. Three, NYCFC. And then our two has not changed. We got LAFC at two, Philly at one. Um, I think you're going to see quite a bit of shakeup between the top five here in the next couple weeks. Uh, and I think a lot of it will depend on the U.S. Open Cup and who's advancing, who's taking it seriously, that kind of thing. You may see a downslide in some production from the MLS team, like the MLS schedule side of it. Yeah. So if you want to see that again, uh, check out our Twitter. Um, I think we, we hit on something last week with that new segment, the Mary Fuck Kill. But I did get some feedback saying that technically – we should have three options to choose from. It shouldn't just be open-ended. So, for this week, the category is live entertainment. All right. And it's going to be live sports, live music, live comedy. Mary fuck, kill. What you got, Brian? That's a tough one. That's a really tough category or uh, selection to choose from. Live entertainment. Um, so, it's like, Mary, it's like, which one would you want season tickets for, like a yearly pass for? Which one would you want to go see one night? And it can be the best. It could be the best yeah. musician show. It could be the funniest comedian. It could be the Super Bowl. Right, yes. Yeah. It's, it's all, you know what? Okay, so I, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to kill comedy shows uh, right off the bat. And why I'm going to do that is because I think you can watch like a DVD of a comedy show and it'd be just as funny. It, <clears throat> and also that... The, I think comedy shows, as much as music shows, or even more so, are so scripted. Like, the person just has a routine. And once you've seen... Like, if you saw... Actually, I'll tell you a really, really, really quick story. I was a huge Robin Williams fan. My dad loved him. And so I was, like, a little bit young for him. But I, it was awesome. I just think he's so witty. And his energy and everything. So I had had, even in high school, a couple of his DVDs. And it's just funny. Funny. Uh, and had a chance to go see him in Boston. And when I saw him in Boston, I basically was just watching one of the DVDs. It was the same. It was like two years later, and it was like almost the same jokes. You know, he tailored, tailored a couple of them to like being in Boston and the tea party and all that shit. Right. Whatever, and that's funny. It was almost the same stuff. And not that not that musicians don't play the same set over and over, but they'll switch it up or some like the guitarist will do a different solo, whatever. I think that the interesting part about the Robin Williams comment is that I think if Robin Williams was in this day and age where everything is online, everything's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, everybody's seeing your jokes, like these guys are constantly having to come up with new material because, like you were saying, everybody's seen it before. Right. Uh, so you've got your killing comedy. Okay, right yeah. Off the bat. Killing comedy. I am going to fuck sports. One sport, one, one event. That's it? Well, fuck, yeah, one night. I so I just one. That's how that. Yeah, I guess so. That's how that works. If you want, you would want to marry. All those sports might have one night with me and want to come back again the next night. You never know. <laughs> I mean, maybe get in the night and get in the morning. Well, <laughs> yeah. overtime. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Overtime. Uh, but yeah, I I guess and okay and I, I don't maybe this is unfair, 
But if I had to fight, it was like one last sporting event, it would be uh, either like game seven, like a Stanley Cup final, I think would be hands down. And a second close to that, and I'm not cheating the game, I'll tell you, it would definitely be game seven of an NHL Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Close to that would be uh, like the Kentucky Derby. In, in a, but you, see, the thing is, you got to be in a year where there's like a bunch of good horses and you don't know. Um, yeah. No, I mean, so you're marrying music. So, yeah, I'm marrying music because, uh, man, I think you go to those live shows all the time. Plus, sports in general is better to watch on TV. Because they just said live entertainment, so I can only go. But, right. <clears throat> so you can, you can still listen but to I can music. Still listen. You can hear jokes. You can watch TV. Right. I can still watch sporting events on TV. I right. just can never go to one. So, sports are way better on TV. I think there's an element of that, yeah. Concerts are way better live. And um, I just I just have, you know, the, the feeling a concert gives you and shit like that. Plus, like, you can take people out. You can go to it because you like music or Emily or whatever. Like, go to cause like music and, you know, it's not... If you don't give a shit about soccer, you're like, oh, this, kind of, this game fucking sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it is more of a, a social aspect. For me, personally... I killed music, which was, it was tough because I've been going to a ton of shows lately and I really enjoy going to see shows. But if you told me that the only way I was going to be able to listen to music was through my headphones or whatever, like, I think I'm still cool with that. In terms of like one night where it's like, I was thinking about it. I was like, if I could see one musical artist for one night, because I'm marrying sports. Like, I think that's a, it's a no brainer for me in terms of. If I have a chance in 2026 to go see some World Cup games, I want to go see that. You know, if I have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, I want to go to that. Like, you know, there's a ton of events that I would love to go see, sporting-wise. I think comedy is one of those where it's like, I love the, where, this is where I disagree with you in terms of, you think that it's just as funny to watch a special as it is to like be there. I think that the element of having other people around you laughing enhances it so if you do have a good group that's watching a comedy special together and everybody's invested in it and not on their phones and stuff like that you're actually like getting into it i think that's great but my experience has been that you get watching a comedy special and then people get on their phones they miss a joke and then you're laughing they're not laughing and you're a little self-conscious but it's like if you're there at a comedy show they take your phones because these comics don't want their stuff being recorded so everybody's like fully invested in this and I think every single time that I've gone to a comedy show, and I've only been to a handful, which is crazy because I've been to way more concerts than comedy shows, but I've had a blast every single time I've gone to a comedy show. Really? Yeah, I love it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm marrying sports just because there's just like so many sporting events that I would love to see that it would be tough for me to pick one. Okay, so what what comedy show would you fuck? Which, which, what would be your last choice? <clears throat> I mean, there's a ton that I would Jeff love. Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> no, I think like I think somebody like uh, I mean Dave Chappelle would be great. I think in the right setting, like he would be really funny. Louis C.K. I know he got some backs, you know, some slack a couple years ago, or whatever, for like jerking off in his van or something like that. But no, it was like having girls like watch him jerk off. It. I thought he was like parked at a park or something like that. I was like jerking off. Oh, maybe. Whatever. Is that is that wrong? He's still funny. Should we not do that? Is <laughs> yeah. that yeah. <laughs> Hold up. This yeah, is whoa. This is news, news to me. To me. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, getting back to something you said before, the only thing worse than watching a movie or comedy special and laughing without anyone else in the room laughing, which sucks, 
The only thing worse than that is if you're like home for the holidays watching a movie and a sex scene comes on and you're like parents are watching with you. Uh, <laughs> funny story. I'm very quick. <laughs> no, go so, ahead, man. So last year at Christmas, I was home and me and my mom, you know, dad, my dad is a busybody, so he can't sit down and watch anything. So me and my mom were like, let's sit down and watch a movie. So we watched Bad Mom's Christmas. Have you Ugh. ever seen that? <laughs> I no, I don't think so. Maybe. There's a whole scene where this guy is comes into the salon and one of these girls is like waxing his butthole. And it was wildly uncomfortable. I mean, I'm, me and my mom have never talked about it. <laughs> so mom, if you're listening, like I felt uncomfortable too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my, my mom is like very, very conservative. Yeah, very sweet lady. Southern. Very sweet woman. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, Anytime that there's a sex scene or somebody drops a motherfucker or something like that, like it just you can tell there's a little tension. So yeah, uh, it was <laughs> that was very uncomfortable was watching that, and it was a very funny movie. I'd love to watch it again, but watching that for the first time because I'm like trying to hold back laughter, and my mom is like her face is a little red from probably because she wants to laugh too. But then it's like I'm watching this with my son, is right? This, like, you know the whole thing. It was. It was an experience, yeah. to say the least. I can't imagine. Dude, one time at Christmas, we were playing, uh, we were all drinking and playing like Cards Against Humanity or something. Oh, yeah. And it was me, my mom, and my two sisters. My dad had already went to bed. And uh, we're all like, we're, we're a fun family. Like, we drink and, you know, we'll all get kind of fucked up or whatever. And so we're having a good time. And uh, we deal around and my mom holds up a card and, a card and she's like, uh, she's like, I don't know what this means. And we say, oh, we'll just... Screw it, like, tell us what it is and take another card. We'll just, she's like, boo cake. Oh, no. <laughs> I, oh, no. Dude, I immediately, immediately put down my cards, <laughs> grabbed my drink, walked out of the room, and, like, went to bed. And that's not a fucking, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, no. So. You can't explain that to your mom. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyway, back to soccer. Yeah, so, uh, power rankings, I think they're going to change. Um. But anyway, so okay, so, so, so you're yeah. gonna you're gonna marry sports. And yeah, so marrying sports, fucking comedy, killing music, and it was a tough choice. Marrying was easy for me. I'm gonna marry sports. The comedy, in terms of, I thought for one night, I think that going, I get more enjoyment out of going to a comedy show than I do going to one. Yeah. One concert. What? So at the at Christmas mass, you tell the choir they can't sing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Catholic, so <laughs> I don't. I don't go to Christmas mass. Well, well, you're heathen, but you, you go to you're a Christian. You're, yeah. When's the last time you been to church? Easter. <laughs> we'll let that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jewish mom's listening. We'll let that out. Like, uh, as long as my grandma is not listening. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Um, Good to know. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll be back with another edition of this. If you've got any suggestions for categories or. Three options for us to marry, fuck, or kill. Uh, feel free to send those. If you know us personally, send them to our phones. Or if not, tweet at us uh, at GamblingMLS. So let's go ahead and dive into some of the games for the week. Um, heavy slate on Saturday. Two games on Sunday. MLS, if you are listening or if any representative, be better about scheduling your times. I mean, there's not a single early game and they all start... I think half of them start at 5 o'clock. I don't have that many TVs. So please, be better. Uh, first game we're going to get into, Atlanta-Columbus, 5 o'clock kickoff. Um, it's kind of an interesting spot, I think, for Atlanta. 
Um, you know, lost to Nashville twice in the last week and a half. Well, Drew. Oh, Drew. Nashville. Um, they don't have a... Neither oh. team is playing throughout this week. So, I think it's going to be an up and down game. Columbus likes to slow the game down, like slow build up, all that kind of stuff. But Atlanta is... They're a run and gun team. I think both teams have scored. Minus 145 is a good play. Um, tempted to go over two and a half. But, I don't know if Columbus... Uh, like. I think Atlanta is more likely to get two than Columbus is likely to get two. So, I like the both teams to score minus 145. Atlanta with um, Robinson out, um, the center back for the United States. With him out, uh, they've been they've looked kind of scattered defensively. Uh, Nashville kind of proved that on Saturday night. Um, so, like that both teams to score. Yeah, they've definitely been giving up goals. I think you're kind of looking at two teams in a little bit different spot. Going opposite directions, what I mean by that is, you know, Atlanta had suffered so many major injuries earlier in the year, and I kind of thought that they were just going to crumble, and they held serve, so to speak. And now I think they're getting Joseph Martinez back. This so, week? This, I mean, he was practicing last week. I think that Almeida guy um, that they had, yeah, he was sick. I, and that was one of those, like, you see him on TV and you know he's good. Oh, and then I saw him live on Saturday. And I mean the skill level from that guy is, is you know he's great unbelievable loved watching him play yeah um, so yeah both teams score like that game the next game we're going to talk about on Saturday is the New England Philly game um, Philly their offense has been I wouldn't say bad but lacking maybe for a lack of better words um, New England has kind of been kind of found their stride here lately and so I kind of like this game. I think Philly is getting undervalued here. They do have a – are they playing in the U.S. Open Cup? I don't believe so. You don't believe so? So, yeah, I mean, Philly being plus odds right now on the money line, plus odds on the draw no bet. I like Philly draw no bet at plus 145. And I also like the under at two and a half. Uh, I think both of these teams are – they're going to kind of fill their way out with each – you know, with the teams. Um so I think it'll be kind of slow to start the game, and I don't see either team scoring more than two. No, I don't. I think Philly, yeah, we talked about their offense, but a little bit of a no-show. Oh, that was a rip. You told them we were watching this game, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, that was, any, any noises are, it's not because like Drew's feeling me up. It's because <laughs> Nashville is looking a little shaky here, and, and, and Louisville just got a rip. We both have over one and a half team total for Nashville, and it's 1-1 in the 63rd minute, so... Uh, try to stay, try to stay focused for these last. Uh, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in, man. No, so Philly is looked a little tough. I think they, they're probably the best value you're gonna get for them. But also, we talked about that. You know, that it's also kind of a shaky thing. Is like when it looks too good, it's there's a reason they're so low because the bookmakers are tempting you. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see, who did uh, New England had a game last week, and who were they playing? Oh. Well, they had it. It was Atlanta two weeks ago, and then last week was um, I should I should remember because I bet on them. Yeah, I do not. Oh, it's Cincinnati, and they ended up tying that game too. Man, two so New England's get, they look they've looked they oh, they've looked game? a lot better. They won it three two. New England's looked a lot better. They've given up some goals, um, and it's it's they just had some bad breakdowns defensively. So 
I think uh, New England's kind of rising to the top a little bit more than they were early in the year. Um, well, Bruce Arenas is a good coach. He's yeah, gonna, he, they figured something out. It's for a matter sure. of him figuring out what pieces he has and how they work together. But I don't think that you're going to get a better shot at Philly plus odds. So, yeah. Could uh, be a value play. It could be. Something to look at. Um, we will have all of our picks out by either Friday night or Saturday morning. I guess with Saturday. Saturday late, is shitty schedule. Yeah, late, yeah, late games and stuff. Um, we may be getting those out Saturday morning. So turn on your notifications if you want to see our picks for the week. Next game we're going to get into is the Colorado-Nashville game. Um, Colorado is the home team. Nashville back on the road. Colorado's played pretty good. Um, here lately, they got a one nothing win last week. Um, oh, definitely a dangerous team. Um, so, dude, someone just got smoked. So they did, they just had Louisville had a free kick right outside the box, and so they build a wall. They're all holding nuts, and they did the jump. And Lovitz just got absolutely destroyed straight to the fucking dome. Was it like side of the head, front of the head? It looked like the side of the head, but it was a good ball, and it was ripped, and he just got smoked. Thank goodness Lovitz got in the way. Um, speaking of Dan Lovitz, I mean, I think this <laughs> that's going to be a very interesting oh, right in the side of the face. I think, so, man, I think so. Colorado's played a lot better. I think it's a good spot for Nashville. In a weird way, I think they kind of seem like they prove themselves. That guy doesn't even fucking know where he is right now. No, I mean, look at his left eye. You can't even keep it straight. Yeah. Um, I think that the way that we put out the lineup this week really speaks to the fact that we're going to be going for it this weekend. So I do like um, – I kind of like the under two and a half. I think Nashville has been known to sit in shells when we go on the road, uh, just try to counter off of it. Colorado's also been good defensively. I think it's either a tie or a one nothing win either way. Yeah, I could see that for sure. So – uh, last game we're going to get into for the week is the one of the Sunday games. You got LA Galaxy against Austin. LA's at home. Typically, I don't like playing Austin on the road, but the Galaxy, their defense has just disappeared, and that's what their fault was. Their, like their downfall last year was that they had all these attacking players, but were just bad defensively. To come out of the year. They were playing better defensively, but they kind of resorted back to their old ways. And maybe it's the lull of the season, whatever it is. They're giving up goals right now. Um, I like Austin draw no bet. Uh, I just think Austin is a team that is here to prove that they belong to be in the playoffs. Um, I like Austin draw no bet at plus 210. Uh, heavy number, especially on the road, which we know Austin is. Their home and away split is very different. But maybe maybe like a half unit on Austin draw no bet. Man, I I'm kind of starting to believe in Austin, so I I would be comfortable looking at that bet a little bit harder because man, they beat LAFC on the road and they beat I think San Jose earlier on the road. So uh, you know if if Nashville is our benchmark and they're both relatively new teams, I would without a doubt call Austin a better team than Nashville right now. I think they're set up differently. Um, yeah, maybe it's just more fun for you know a little bit more run gun type. Yeah, stuff. Austin really leaned into the to the offense uh, right away, and we're not like Nashville really built from the back. You know, you got Zimmerman, you got Dax McCarty, you got Joe Willis, 
and it was like, all right, we're going to keep these core defensive players in, and then we're going to start, as we have a defensive identity, start adding creative pieces to it. Austin kind of took the other approach where it's like, get the best players available. They really didn't have anything that really fit a system for a defensive system. Uh, this year, they've kind of started to to play better. And credit to their coach, uh, Josh Wolf, who was a longtime OS, U.S. men's national team guy. Uh, he's done a really good job for them. I would not be surprised to see him as coach of the year if the MLS does that. I don't even know if they did. I guess it would be manager of the year. I guess so. I don't know. But that's the last of the games we've got for the week. Um, typically, we hit on the casual viewer. But with this U.S. Open Cup going on tonight – uh, I want to see the lineups before we put them out. I've got six games that I'm looking at. <clears throat> Last week, we ended up with five on the casual viewer. Uh, it hit at plus 190. Uh, so just a reminder, the casual viewer parlay is all games over one and a half. Um, check out the Twitter for that final pick that we'll have out there. It'll either be four or five teams, kind of depending on what we like. Uh Last thing I wanted to hit on was uh, week number two of the goal challenge. So we hit on it earlier. I'm up one to nothing at the moment. Um, Brutal. Yeah, I mean it was a hot start. Love getting off to that hot start because I really think that I really think with the remaining games left, I bet we have you know 10, 12 more weeks of it, something like that. Maybe. Uh, probably. Yeah, no. Because well, it stretches all the way into November, but I don't know how it works with. There's some international breaks, breaks, and, stuff, breaks yeah. and stuff in there. So I don't know exactly how that works, but I really think that like the winner is going to probably have five, six goals. I know, it's huge to get one right off the gate. Right yeah, off the so gate. for this week, I am going to take uh, Jordi Mihailovic, the Montreal midfielder. They're playing Cincinnati. I think there's going to be some goals in that game, so I'm just going to hop on their top goal scorer. It's pretty smart. That was the uh, the deduction that yeah, I Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... People call me a savant. Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> wow, technically it's a beautiful mind. <laughs> yeah, look, there's a lot going on up here. Yeah. Uh, uh, so who's going to be your pick? Uh, Got to have a goal. Got to have something. I know. I need, to, I need to do better, which is a little – I don't feel super confident about this pick, but I, I'm i going to take Christian Arango. That's the um, uh, LAFC. Yeah, yeah. He's a midfielder from LAFC. And I think they're, I mean, based on the odds that I was looking at today, they're expecting LAFC to, I mean, their team total is over one and a half there, yeah. is minus 200. Yeah. So, I mean, he's one of their top goal scorers right now. So, I don't hate that pick at all. Um, oh, I will say this. This is live more for you that people aren't going to know it. But, bet, uh, there's a, an LAFC striker that is is pretty prominent in their gold or their open cup play. Bet him. He's got a weird last name. Starts with an M. Okay. Like if the folks to, to relate it back to the folks listening, if you do see him in the lineup, it's uh, shit. I forgot it. It's 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 a funky little last name. It's a white guy. A white guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just like a motor out there, dude. Oh, so I just got a notification saying Alex Mule scored, but that was nine months ago. It said in the sixty second minute. I must have called it back. Um, anyways, so last thing I wanted to hit on before we uh, get out of here for the week was we went to that game on Saturday. The game started 
We were supposed to be meeting last at Geodis, the Nashville game at Geodis. The Nashville game at Geodis, yes, yes. Excuse me. And so we were supposed to be meeting my girlfriend and one of our buddies that bought the tickets with us, his wife, out on Broadway after the game. So we go, the game starts on time. 18 minutes in, we get a rain delay. And we're thinking, oh, okay, like it's going to pass. It looked, I mean, the people that were sitting in front of us had the radar up before the game. They were like, oh, it's going to miss. It's just like barely. We ended up getting hosed by this thing. I mean, I think the game restarted at, so the game kicked off at 6.30. Yeah, 6.30. And 18 minutes of the game, it stopped. They didn't play the 19th minute till like 10.11. I mean, it was a full... It's uh, like three and a half a hours. A full three hours. And it was like, at first they were like, everybody's got to exit the stadium. And then they let us back in. They brought all the players back on probably about after 45 minutes to an hour. With like two minutes left of the warm-up, you know, after the rain delay, lightning comes like right over the top of the stadium. You know, the open-ended stadium. Right. And I was like, I looked over and I was like, you wonder if anybody saw that? <laughs> <laughs> so they yes. ended up pulling all the guys back off. Luckily, like the way Geodis is built, we just stayed in our seats for the whole time. Oh, really? Because like the rain wasn't hitting us. I mean, we were we were out there just like chilling in our seats, just going and grabbing beers. I mean, we were drinking these... 25 ounce fence post and hung out for three hours. So you just like chill and drink beers for yeah. three hours. Yeah. And so like it ended up not being like a bad little night, but um, it was like there was a one point where I was like, there's no way we're playing this game. I mean, it was it was that bad. Uh, but then we were sitting up in the stadium and it was like, well, we can't walk to our car or walk to go get an Uber because it was a downpour. So I was like, we we're better off just staying where we were at. Uh, will say that was like the longest rain delay I've ever been a part of in my life. Very nice. Of, I mean, they ended up running out of like the vendors ran out of beer. Like we, like you had to go up to like one of the restaurant areas, you know, little hubs that they have to get beers. Um, really? I went up to like, cause we were supposed to eat dinner. We were going to eat dinner when we got there, but it was so hot. And whenever we walked over there, I was like, I'm not hungry. Like yeah. we just ate a bunch of chips and salsa at the Mexican restaurant. And so I was like, well, I'll just like hold off and maybe like, Start the second half, I would get a burger. Well, then this rain delay hits. Everybody's down the concourse. So I took forever to go get food. They ran out of burgers. So I ended up having fries for dinner that night. Nice. Yeah, so that was... Uh, I woke up Sunday morning, like, fucking starving. But we ended up not making it out to Broadway because the game... I mean, by the time we got Uber back to the house and everything, it was 12.15. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean, wild, dude. It was a long-ass day. Um but definitely, uh, definitely experience I'll never forget. Would have been a lot better had Nashville not given up a goal in the 85th minute or whatever it was to yeah, tie 2-2. Two, um, but yeah, it was, uh, ended up cooling off a little bit after the game, but <laughs> I was, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Um, well, Brian, if you don't have anything else to, uh, to add for the, for the viewers out here, uh, I think we can get out of here. Yeah, no, man, I don't. I, uh... Thinking about that game, I, I was thinking about you. Um, it, oh, it just, they just almost had an own goal. Uh, I was thinking about you because also I was trying to watch it on because um, it was nationally televised. Yeah. So, oh, this is bullshit. Do you buy the Wi-Fi? So, no, <laughs> I didn't have to because Southwest has like the free like live TV and stuff. Yeah. But when they came back to the game, it was so late. That they didn't put it back on. It was some like shitty ass Fox, like I can hear your voice, like some one of those singing shows. I was like, put the goddamn game back on. 
Yeah, I mean, that's tough because they do have, like, these built-out schedules and stuff, but it's like, if it's just a rerun of some, like, BS show that you put out, like, why don't you not just put the game back on? Uh, that's exactly it. I, uh, man, and then the other thing is my flight was delayed in the Austin airport, or the Dallas airport, because I was, I had to connect to there. Delayed, needed a new plane, mechanical issues, all that shit, and you're, it's like the last thing you want to hear when you're going to a flight. You're, like, about to board, like, oh... Hold on, we're just checking out a mechanical issue. I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather fucking, like, yeah. I'd rather be like, oh, the pilot's blind out of one eye. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so at least he yeah. got one eye. Yeah. So it was anyway. So that was tough. Um, but what I was gonna say is, the, they shut down the bars at like seven in the airport. Fuck right. you. Fuck you. Why? I, they're gonna say it's staff. They're gonna say it's whatever, and it whatever it is is bullshit. Let me buy my eighteen dollar beer. Like, as long as the airport is open and, like, flights are leaving out of your airport at that time, you should have a bar open. Yeah. No, I agree. I if agree totally. You open your bar at 6 a.m. Like, the least you could do is stay open until, you know, 10 o'clock. So, I don't know. That's uh, that's all I've got for the episode. Um, give us a shout on at GamblingMLS on Twitter uh, to let us know what you think should be the, the punishments for the goal challenge. If you got any suggestions for picks, feel free to shoot those to us. We will definitely take a look. Um, but if not, we will see you all on the next episode of The Bad Touch. All right, everybody. Take care. Good luck with your picks. <laughs>